This is the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. The highly contagious Omicron variant has pushed the daily average U.S. COVID-19 death toll higher than last fall's Delta wave as the nation nears a chilling milestone of 900,000 coronavirus deaths. The average number of deaths reported each day in Georgia has been growing, too. But it remains unclear if Georgia will surpass the peak that followed the devastating surge of the earlier Delta variant. Two health experts interviewed by the Atlanta Journal-Constitution this week seem divided on whether the state has yet to reach its peak number of deaths or if the death toll has already begun to wane. The seven-day rolling average of confirmed and probable COVID-19 deaths on Monday in Georgia stood at 87 as measured by date of report. That's about two-thirds of the way to the Delta peak of 133 deaths by date of report, which was set in early October. In other news, dozens of the most powerful businesses in Buckhead put state lawmakers on notice Tuesday, oppose the Buckhead secession push, or remove the neighborhood's commercial center from the new city's proposed boundaries. The letter from more than 30 businesses, including many of the marquee names in commercial and residential real estate, came as state legislators prepare to consider a Republican-backed measure to carve out a separate city of Buckhead from the existing Atlanta boundaries. It represents the most significant corporate backlash to Buckhead cityhood since the effort to split Atlanta first emerged. The coalition owns a collective $4.7 billion in real estate value in Buckhead and accounts for roughly $57 million in annual property taxes to the city of Atlanta. Meanwhile, an internal investigation into sexual harassment within the Lawrenceville Police Department prompted the police chief's resignation Tuesday. 54-year-old Chief Tim Wallace was cited in the investigator's final report released last Thursday for sexual harassment and creating a hostile work environment. The city manager suspended him for 10 days without pay, notifying him in a letter that also accused him of retaliating against an assistant for talking to the investigator, failing to investigate or take action when sexual harassment allegations were made against a captain, and allowing his wife to interject herself into department affairs. And Emory University has received one of its largest ever donations. Officials said they received a $100 million gift that'll go toward research and training at the Rollins School of Public Health. The gift came from the O. Wayne Rollins Foundation. Many faculty members work at the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. The school partnered with the Georgia Department of Public Health on coronavirus pandemic planning coordination, outbreak response and evaluation, training, and placement of public health professionals statewide. Spoken Layer